Okay, everyone, welcome back to another episode of I Can Do This All Day. I'm Dan, the part-time Avenger. That's Mark, the resident Jedi. Hello there. Today, we've got an awesome episode. We have the most recent of the MCU entries, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mark, why don't you talk about how we're going to break this down? We both saw it uh, uh, opening weekend, and I think we both have very strong opinions about this film. Um, so we're going to walk through it very similar to the way we walked through the original Doctor Strange in, in, a, in a previous episode. Um, we'll talk about setting. We'll, we'll go through, you know, just plot what we thought, what stuck out to us, um, which I think will be interesting, you know, to see what each person forgot. Uh, talk through some of the supporting characters and elements and and end with our stamp of approval or disapproval. Um, but we'll uh, we'll get there. So I want everyone to know who's watching and listening that Mark and I have not said a single word to each other about this movie a little bit beforehand, but literally maybe 30 seconds of thoughts on this. So there's a lot of fresh takes and opinions on this movie that we will be hearing for the first time with each other, which we'll be sharing with you. But Mark, why don't we kick things off with you? Uh, when did you see it, and like, what was the what was the ambiance like? I, as a a card carrying member of the AARP, went to a one p.m. showing on a Friday. It was IMAX because it was the earliest. We had to find a a babysitter, but um, me and my wife went. It was about a half full theater, but there were definitely some goons in there, really psyched up. To, to see some Marvel, the, the Marvel banner hit the screen and the, some guy yelled out really excited. Um, I don't think he yelled out again, uh, but it, it was, it was, there was at least a, uh, a crowd there that was there to see it, not just to get out of the house. What about you? I saw it on Saturday morning at 9:45 AM and a pretty packed theater. It was an XD and, uh, no one dressed up in cosplay, but a lot of people decked out in Marvel gear. I was rocking my Marvel hats. Uh, my boys were rocking some Marvel apparel as well, too, along with my wife. So, yes, it was a family affair for the Multiverse of Madness for us. And pretty full theater. I mean, couldn't really complain about the, the initial atmosphere going in. But reactions from the audience, not much. I think I was the only person that uh, that cheered at a scene, and that was it. There were there was it was like two parts of one scene that got got some uh, some fanfare from from my group. Not not much else, and I think maybe for for good reason. I have a feeling I know what scene that is, and it has nothing to do with Marvel characters that we've seen before. Correct. 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 There was one point where my wife got really excited as well. So mm -hmm. technically three parts of the movie that got some, uh, some, some fanfare. Actually, no, I, I disagree. There was one of them was for a Marvel character that we have seen before, mm. just I sporting sporting some gear some uh, yeah I, I know exactly who you're talking about so very cool let's kind of talk about the plot all right so right off the bat 
we see a version of Doctor Strange with it looks pretty cool. I thought he looked really, really cool. And it looked like he was jumping through what seemed to be like the dark dimension. I don't I don't even remember really exactly where they were, but he's jumping around with a character we've never seen before. That's America Chavez. And Doctor Strange dies right off the bat. Right off the bat. Uh, what did you think of that opening? And did you think it was the right opening? For, oh, and by the way, as everyone knows, with all of our movies, we spoil the shit out of everything. Yeah, huge and, spoiler alert. Yes. So, sorry. I know this is the newest episode that we've had where it's this close to the premiere. But spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. You've been warned. If you haven't seen it by now, why are you even listening to us? I like to refer to this as three ninjas, Dr. Strange or Tum Tum Strange, because he had the headband and the little, he just seemed very nineties ninja, Dr. Strange, which I thought was, was really funny. And he did lots of flippy spinny stuff to get around the, uh, the, the really angry toilet paper monster. I thought it was interesting that they called back to what he said in Spider-Man. The, 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 the idea of, well, for the betterment of the multiverse, any, anything, anybody's, you know, anybody can die. Don't care. Sorry, young lady that we've never met before. And it would be really weird if you died right now. Whose power kicks in at really odd situations. I, I, I think that <laughs> I think that the initial opening for me, like because there was so little context, it was just a demon. Right. And, and we didn't know that it was some form of the Scarlet Witch. You've got to assume that it, it didn't like get me super stoked. You know, uh, it did do its purpose of showing the little door in the background. But then it, it, it also brings the question of why is the door the same in this dimension versus the other dimension? And what dimension are we in? And why is there only one version of this book? But I'm sure we'll get to that. So at the end of the movie, after having seen it, the beginning made even less sense to me. What were your impressions from the beginning? I thought that was pretty ballsy of going right into it with a different Doctor Strange, a character that we didn't know. Like, I mean, it looks really cool. It looks like the visual effects in my opinion, looked really badass. And the fact that they were kind of putting it out there that like, okay, this is taking place in another type of universe and this is a different Doctor Strange than what we know, but still very similar. Like, I think all the Doctor Strange variants, if you will, were all pretty consistent across the board. They all acted in the same manner. But yeah, um, my wife actually had to take my son out to the bathroom because he decided he needed to go to the bathroom right at the beginning of the movie. And I told my wife, like, by the way, you didn't miss anything. Dr. Strange and America Chavez were getting chased and Dr. Strange died. Welcome to the movie. And that's it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was like a bad beginning to the, uh, to the movie, but I just didn't no, like, holy shit, where, where are we going from here? What does this all mean? And who the hell is America Chavez? That's, 
that's one of the things that I just had no idea about. And I was curious. Yeah. So what, what did you think about, you know, so this is Sam Raimi's first uh, MCU entry. Uh, what did you think about him and for his background, his horror genre, along with the Spider-Man movies as well, too? Um, was it all that you wanted from Sam Raimi? I, I think that it, it I think we talked about this before. I love me some Sam Raimi. I'm a huge Sam Raimi fan from Evil Dead one through all of those movies. Um, I liked his Spider-Man, um, but I just enjoy Sam Raimi in general. So I found this to be more of a Sam Raimi movie than like a Marvel movie in, in, in some cases. Is that um, a good he, thing or a bad thing? For me, it's a good thing, I think, but that only goes so far. Like Sam Raimi has never delivered us, uh, you know, a Citizen Kane type film. They're usually like campy and kind of okay. Only some people enjoy them and only for some of the Sam Raimi stuff. There's never been like a that I can think of and I can I can look, but I, I don't remember there ever being this crazy Sam Raimi uh you know absolute hit wonder amazing film like not not any oscars in in sam raimi's sam raimi's cabinet the the four movies he's known for on imdb are spider-man from 2002 evil dead army of darkness and dark man none of those like amazingly critically acclaimed films that's your favorite Spider-Man right there. It is my favorite Spider-Man. So as I was walking out the theater, I had two people almost say the same thing. That one person was like, that was so Sam Raimi of a movie that Sam Raimi couldn't have even directed it. It was so Raimi. He literally said that. And then another person said, it was the Raimiest of all Raimi movies. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, these there people weren't together they just they all thought the same thing and but there, I, were, there were so many Sam Raimi references in the movie yeah and so I thought the same thing going through like oh that's a Raimi touch and most of them were not a good comments on that because there's a lot of stuff I don't like for Sam Raimi and, and throughout the movie halfway through i was thinking like i think they got the wrong director i just don't know if this was the right call i don't think it's the wrong director i think that you know what you're getting with sam raimi he can film a superhero action movie i think all of the parts of the story that the director influences the visuals the 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 character motivation i thought was good I think they got a terrible writer. I think that Michael Waldron is the reason that this movie is nowhere near what it had the potential to be. Michael Waldron wrote Loki. Loki was great for a little bit. It's did a little Loki thing. And then it just got weird and nobody understood the end. And in general, not the brightest star in the MCU crown. Yeah, I can I can definitely agree with that. But I will say 
there was so much 90s Raimi flair in this, like the unnecessary rock music for no reason at all. Um, some of the camera work and campy stuff that Raimi's known for, but I just wish someone from Marvel would have been like, one of the producers would have just been like, Sam, we like your stuff. We want you to do something a little bit different here. Because I will say, some of the horror aspects of that movie, fan-freaking-tastic. When have you ever had a jump scare in a Marvel movie? Never, never. And But that's what they wanted. They wanted him to direct a not-so-scary, scary movie. Because this was supposed to be a horror movie. Yeah. It was not a horror movie. Mm. It was an action movie with a few jump pops. Uh, there was more than a few. There I there are less than five, though. Less than a handful. That's still 500% more than any other Marvel movie. And, and again, I thought that was good, but they weren't like scary jump pops. They were, bah! you know, they were like, it's coming to get you like scaring a five-year-old and you know, because we're not expecting it, it gets us too. It makes you jump a little bit, but you're not like having a nightmare about it. It just popped up from the side. You're like, Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's what it was. That's fine. That's, that's a good, that's not a bad thing about that, I, that. You can't say that that's not a horror movie. Then I wouldn't say it's full out horror, right? I think we can both agree that it's not evil dead to where you know you have that many jump scares and it's not as much haunting imagery i mean right? they, there's a witch there's some demons there's a zombie like there's all of the pieces but it's 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 the dc movie of mcu movies it's just like look we got all the pieces the pieces are here this should be amazing look it's Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. And how can this movie fail? Oh, wait, it's it's too much. And I think that's what this movie was. If you're going to go horror movie, then you go horror movie. You, you do the thing. You get the scary pieces together. You don't go scary, shiny, scary, shiny. I don't think I don't think there was too much. I don't oh. think there was I don't think there was enough, to be quite honest. So if you recall back to what we were saying before, you specifically said that they're going to have so many different characters in this movie. There was not, not to the amount that my interpretation was led to believe. No, but there were still too many. How so? So the opening portion when they're defending the the wizard capital of the world. There's a bunch of useless people. Yeah, but not... Okay, well, hold on. Let me just, no, 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 no. There's... Let me finish. Let me finish. All this buildup and wacky spinnies and the bull god and all these people. And Wanda goes, you're done. It literally was all buildup and then meh. There was no buildup to that. They were just defending the sanctum. So let me let me repeat as to what what I like. They were making it seem, and correct me if I'm wrong. You also thought this as well too. 
there was going to be so many other Marvel characters in this movie. There was not. Absolutely, there was not. You can't say the people at Camertage, like, there were so many people there. All those are fucking wizards that no one gives a shit about, besides, like, the, the green bull dude and, and maybe... A you don't even know who the green bull dude is, though. I, I think It's decisions like that where you're like, I have no idea who that is. Yes, yeah, so, I am. No, and you didn't even call, you didn't even use his name. I listened. I'm like, oh, they'll use his name, and I can Google him. Nope, nope, just bull guy, bull yeah. guy. So, very much like X Men Three. Yeah, is what yeah. happened for that? It, basically, right? and you know the worst part about the bull guy. I'm gonna. I'm, this is my last bull guy statement. He didn't even do the hand spinny thing. I couldn't see if he had hands or hooves. It was the most disappointing thing ever. I wanted to see how he held a sling ring in his hoof. And they didn't show his hands. And I'm still a little pissed about it. So I, I had no problem with, with that. Because Wanda ended up decimating them all anyways. It's not like they were major wizards, right? Wanda was the biggest problem. Everybody's like, oh, who's going to be the villain? Is it Dr. Doom? Is it Mephesto finally? Who's it going to be? Who's going to be the... Oh, fucking Wanda. Really? I don't know if anyone ever said Mephisto or... Still Wanda. Definitely not Dr. No one ever said Dr. Doom was Oh, Dr. Doom was all over some of the, some of the rumors on this movie. Man, they are a bunch of idiots then if they thought Dr. Doom was coming in on this one. Against Dr. Strange just in his own movie. like that. that's, that's ridiculous. Is Wanda a Dr. Strange villain, though? They've gone against each other quite a few times. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, so I don't, I don't like the fact that Wanda was the villain. Um, that's, that's when the movie started to go downhill for me. I mean, when it was it right at the beginning, from, though. Look at my beautiful orchard to look, this, this obviously radioactive red area I'm living in makes me threaten you. I will come for you. What? Really? Well, we yeah. gotta. I wasn't a fan of that. Yes, she was reading the the Dark Holds. If I'm saying the right name, the the book, right? She was reading it at the very end of WandaVision, and she hears her boys, right? So that's why she's doing that. So I'm thinking, like, oh, cool. She's just finding a way to make this all real. But I will say, like, the whole dream thing, where if you have dreams, that's you in other universes. That was kind of a cool concept. Only cool part of the movie for me. That hit me good in the beginning, but then it was just like, oh. oh. I highly doubt that was the only cool thing in the movie. That was, that was where I started to be like, okay, maybe. Okay, maybe. But then they go into the, she read the whole Dark Helm thing. And then, like, she had the ability to just go visit her kids by doing the dream walking thing. But she didn't do that right away. She needed to have a fight with some wizards and then eventually uses the dream walking thing, which she could have used to go visit her kids to fight the wizards through the puddles. And then she eventually does the exact same thing to go visit her kids. Well, fight unnecessary lie. She could have lied to strange and already been dream walking in her little shabby shack yeah but the dream that was the whole point she didn't want to do the dream walking she wanted to actually be there so i mean that that i understand as to why that's the case now sure can you just dream walk and be in the other body yeah it's it 
maybe it's the same type of gratification, but um, I'm not too mad about that particular part of, of the plot. Um, but it, it was like a very stark 180 of like, she's good. She's bad now. Like, eh, I don't know if I buy that. Like, imme- like, like, oh yeah, no, I've been bad the whole time. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I actually enjoyed Agatha making me evil. It was wonderful. Yeah, it, I, I once again, I don't know if I necessarily blame the writers on that, unless Sam Raimi was like so handcuffed, which you'd think that you would hear a little bit more of that because I mean he had no problem saying it about you know Sony and, and Spider Man. I don't know, man. There's there's a few things about this movie that make me think that 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 the writing was bad or the cuts were too much. One the quick flip to to evil wanda this movie's only two hours long if you're doing a multiverse movie you've got some time you add 30 minutes of good quality to this maybe it's watchable maybe it's rewatchable you know maybe there's there's like a okay i get this more right it was just all these convenient truths happen to be things that weren't written in the dark helm but she figured out eventually, right? Like the fact that there was a Scarlet Witch sanctum for her too on a mountain with her own demon guards yeah. that were there. Oh yeah, they're my demon guards. They're here for me. Look, I'm on the wall. I didn't know though. I got my fancy little little tiara, my tiara of doom. But yeah, didn't know. Sorry. And and everyone knew what the Scarlet Witch was, which was also the, oh, don't make me angry. I'm going to be the Scarlet Witch. Like, like she's the Hulk. Well, this guy's getting real low, Wanda. Why don't you go back to your cherry blossoms? Yeah, I mean, I guess she's just insane. And the, the, the problem that, uh, no, so no, we'll kind Danny, of skip to the end. She's not insane. She's flat now. She's She's insane. She's and smooshed. Very bipolar. And not against any type of mental illness or anything like that or chemical imbalance. But the fact that she goes from bad guy to good guy, back to bad guy, and at the end of this movie, back to good guy, I was not a fan of. And she realizes, like, oh, I'm a bad person. You think? You, you just fucking thought of that now like i thought dumb. she figured that out in wandavision that's what i thought yeah see so this was yeah. like wandavision take two yeah speaking it's... of wandavision take two uh, there's something that has been just i i have to talk about it. we haven't gotten to characters we haven't gotten any of that but there was something hugely missing from this movie for me vision yeah what where it's the sad. hell is random no but there were two visions at the end of wandavision the white was, vision is gone he's fucking theseus's ship trying to figure out his purpose but uh, out of all the characters where's my boy bring back white vision it would white. be cool i was waiting for you know what i was waiting for i was waiting for paul bettany to come in in that other universe. That's what right? I was waiting They're, for. They, just like Paul Bettany said, fuck you guys, I quit. 
They were it's like, like it's like they insulted Jennifer Conley and he slapped him in the face and left. I don't even know what happened. I think that probably would have been just more fan service for us. The vision was there. The whole movie was fan service. It was Raimi fan service. It was character based fan service, but it wasn't plot advancement at all. This is where we've gotten with Marvel is it's this much fan service and this much story moving forward. I don't know. No, I don't know if I agree with that. Because they are taking this in such a weird direction. I don't know what direction that they're taking it with. But I think the problem is with it is we're all thinking that it's supposed to be like an Infinity Saga. Where, oh, it's all building up to Thanos. I think it's all building up. But they're building up into separate avenues. Which I don't know if that will be enough for the Marvel fans from the past you know 12 years or however but long what i, I the, there's nothing sensical that they're building up to there's nothing that makes sense that they're building towards i initially thought they were building towards secret war when they introduced the scrolls and captain marvel and then the scrolls were in spider-man far from home i'm like oh sweet we're gonna get secret war this is gonna be awesome and now we're multiversed with but not but not multiverse but, but not but kind of but nobody's addressed that the multiverse and the variants are going up but this guy got to write a shitty tv series and a movie that went nowhere i guarantee he gets ryan johnston from the mcu he's gone he's, he's over michael Michael, you're done. I don't think Loki was a shitty TV series. I think it just... We all expected it to be built up to something. And all it did was build up to season two. With all the different TV shows that they plan on coming out with. I mean, there's a fucking Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Um there was a Star Wars Christmas special, too. It didn't affect the exactly. overall franchise. Exactly. It was just a bit of fun. Don't start talking about things that are just a bit of fun while we're still talking about this hunk of kind of okay serviceable film. So you don't like the movie at all? <laughs> it's not that I don't like the movie. I like elements in the movie. But if you're going to grade it against other Marvel movies, this is in the bottom, the bottom quarter. Of Marvel movies in general, bottom quarter, even with all the cameos, even with the fancy smancy things, I think they left so much on the table that they could have used that they just didn't Half the plot elements or tools that we learned about in the first Doctor Strange movie with the mirror dimension and the flippy things and put them in the dark. hell, They just didn't use it. They're like, oh, we're just going to stand here like we're defending a castle. It's Game of Thrones with wizards. And oh, we lost because she's a dragon. That, that's, that's basically what happens. The Scarlet Witch is a dragon. Speaking about the characters, let's go right in and talk about the first character that we did not know, uh, America Chavez. So what did you think about that character? There's zero character development for America Chavez in this movie. Did you I know personally, that? No, did you know no idea. Came in and said, it's Marvel. They're going to give me a backstory. They 
always got me with that backstory. And all I got was I sneezed and my parents disappeared. Like, that's what I got. I made my family disappear. I got Kevin McAllister with a, a, a pretty sweet 90s, like, drawn-on uh, denim jacket. Like, that's what I got with the Lisa Frank powers, right? She gets scared and stars show up and she falls into a different dimension. But then at the end, randomly, she gets all punchy-punchy and is now like Captain Marvel and she's got like the glowing hands. Again, I I know nothing about that character other than confusion. So did you like the character? (laughs) I liked the actress. I thought the actress did a good job with with screen presence, with feeling some of the emotions that she she said to feel like I didn't mind the actress. You know who that actress was better than Rachel McFucking Adams. I mean, Rachel McAdams played Rachel McAdams, who plays oh. Rachel McAdams in a lot of movies. She Rachel McAdams the shit out of this role. Speaking of Christine, but I want to I want to back up and get your America Chavez impression. Um, I, I thought she was an okay character and it felt a little shoehorned into me like almost almost like okay we need a young female presence i thought it was oh we need a way to uh, we we can't figure out a way in all these magic books to travel the multiverse but this this character just falls right into it so it's perfect and you just got to scare her during a horror movie, which should have been way easier than it actually was in the actual plot. Yeah. So, Can we get I mean, a jump scare to travel? Can he just go boo and she like opens a portal? No, she's got to get like in peril danger. You know what it reminded me of is and why I didn't necessarily like it is it was like Ray in Star Wars. That's exactly what it was like for me. Where she just, it's okay. You can use your powers. I can use my powers. Uh, and then she uses her powers. And, and by the know? end, she was beating up the fucking dark side. I love it. It, it totally makes sense. She punched Wanda right in the face. Oh, man. Oh, I, that was, at, I didn't draw that, but that's, that, that you point, got me. You got at me. At that point, I was like, fuck me, man. Like, we're falling yeah. down the Star Wars hole. And I like I I agree with you. I like her as an actor and just the pre- screen presence. But fuck, they really screwed the pooch on that one. Where it's just like, okay, Ray, use the Force, America, put your star portals up. Like, damn it, son of a bitch. They could have made such a connection. Why did her parents have stars on their chest? Were they on Krypton? Is she the last daughter of Krypton? Oh, wait, no. This feels like a DC movie, doesn't it? Because we're just going to jam all the characters we can in it, and the plot's going to be really shitty, but we're going to say it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, well. This was the DC movie of the MCU to me. I don't think it was that bad. I didn't think the Snyder Cut was that bad. This also had some great slow-mo shots as well. So uh, we, I, th- I don't really want to talk about Rachel McAdams and Christine. I don't, I don't care about her. Do you? Did you notice her? any difference at all in her? her? Hair? Yeah, her, that's, <laughs> that's it. it. It's a, oh, it's like a redhead. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
She's, she's got look at you. Hair. Your your man died, and you're just doing it up a little bit different. I like you. You new, go. New man, new do. That's that's what a it was. power hair right there. That's what that was. I'm in charge now, Stephen. I've got the red hair. But th- yeah, I I sorry for anyone who's listening. Don't care about Christine. Could care less. But hang on a second. I do want to address one thing. Christine went from basically a nurse to a Tony Stark level inventor. It was in a different universe, though. What? I mean, you could fucking be whatever you want in another universe. Doesn't matter. Every other character in the other universe was pretty much like they were supposed to be. But Christine, all of a sudden, was fucking the uh, uh, Hank, uh, the beast. She was like, Oh, I'm really smart. I'm awesome. Look at me. Disagree. Not the same Captain Marvel. That's for sure. Same powers. Simply the other person got in the pilot's chair. That's that's completely different. Completely different. So why why can't Christine? You're you're telling me that a woman cannot have another occupation? How sexist of you, Mark? I didn't say she couldn't have another occupation. I'm saying you decided to completely flippy spinny the whole character. And then she couldn't even shut off her own fucking machines. Hey, maybe that's why your sexist comments aren't so bad. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But um, no, I you don't know who I don't... did impress me in this movie. I will say because Christine, we're just going to we're just going to rip. And I think we both feel the same way. But. This was a good swan song for Wong. Swan song? I, I don't see them. I don't know how often they bring back Wong. I mean, I hope I see him all the time, but this is the pinnacle of Wongness. He this was... movie should have been Wong with Doctor Strange dealing with the multiverse of madness. He deserved title billing because he was so active and actually was the reason the plot went forward. So his first, the first introduction, dude, I almost wanted to just like cheer in the theater and just say, fuck yeah, Wong. But I had my kids next to me because his intro and his grand entrance taking on what was Shumagorath, but they had to rename it for, for rights. Um, dude, that was badass. He was a bona fide ass kicker. That was so cool. Hey, you know, many people bow before the Sorcerer Supreme. Yes. And and he was the Sorcerer Supreme in this one. And it was I, it was a cool callback where Strange also bowed to him at the end, which is some very good uh, service before where, once again, from our last episode in history of the character, he is not Dr. Strange man's servant. He is the Sorcerer Supreme. He, he's a Supreme Sorcerer, but I'm pretty sure Tilda Swindon would have protected the 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 Tomer, or Comertage better. Mm. Should have yeah, put the bull guy pulled... in the right place with his fancy hoof ring, and they would have fucked some shit up. Wanda she... would have got gored. She would have pulled magic from the dark dimension, which is frowned upon. So Wong is a more Wong knew everything about the dark dimension, even where the fancy bat cave for Wanda was. Wong knew it all. Don't yeah, don't make Wong ought to be a saint. Saint Wong does not exist. He wouldn't have used magic from the dark dimension. Maybe he just couldn't. Or wouldn't. Mm. 
I mean, I think that was pretty much straight up that no one wanted to know when they found out the, the ancient one was doing that. They were like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? But anyways, so yeah, Wong, complete badass. I thought he was, when he hit his neck up against that step, I thought they killed him. I thought Same. that was it. I and, thought they million dollar babied him too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for exactly. Sure. And and I was thinking like my jaw drops at that moment. I was like, they just fucking killed him. But it must have like, that would have been, been the lamest death ever, too. Right. Hey, I fell on some I fell on a step. I slipped on a puddle. So ah. speaking of lame deaths, then if you thought that if if that would have killed him, you know who else died in the MCU that way? Who? It was John Walker's buddy. His his little uh, Falcon buddy. I can't remember the name of him. Oh, yeah, that, uh, that guy sucked. Lamar. 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 Let's call him what he is. Token token Bucky. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what it is, but Lamar. And then, you know, I, I would have thought that, you know... No, Lamar died. got his ass beat by a girl. That's how <laughs> Lamar died. Yeah. But um, I was I was hoping that if Wong had died... You know, America. That would have been like a driving force for America to use her powers, not like a pep talk of, "Hey, you can use it. You can do it." Why America didn't know Wong? Wong dying would have been a motivator to Strange, and he would have got promoted to Sorcerer Supreme because everybody else was fucking dead. Well, no other, no, no nothing else would have motivated her besides saying, "You can do it." I mean, you might as well just should have had Rob Schneider in there yeah, and did no, a water boy. You can do it. You know, that that's that's about as he was actually in dimension seven one eight. Yeah. But um uh fucking A man. So yeah, Wong, I think we can agree, total badass. Wong got um, a glow up in this movie. Yeah. And rightfully so, because if he was, you know, in Spider Man, No Way Home, he was the Sorcerer Supreme not wasn't really treated like the sorcerer supreme so here you actually get some some good you know sorcerer supreme ass kissing if you will badass wong good wanda oh man i mean I've she had was enough definitely... wanda. i had enough wanda before this movie i had enough wanda at the end of wandavision i'm like good she'll go to the cottage and just fucking stay there like she was useless in ultron she, she, oh, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. Hawkeye had to give her a pep talk. Hawkeye. When the driving force behind your action is the, the Robin Hood of Avengering. Come on. Come on. I don't see a problem with it. So you, you just love to hate on the characters. That's what it is. I don't love to hate on the characters. I needed a plot device that was new or that brought something more to the fold at the end of this movie what had we really accomplished we killed wanda that was it supposedly you're right and they didn't even kill her wanda killed herself if she killed right. herself that's the end of the that's all this happened she was i think that this did bring the whole oh here's where the Scarlet Witch is a badass. Because before it was like, yeah, she was a badass. 
and it, it was very evident when she uh, was taking on Thanos. But with this one, I, I think that it's like, oh, okay, cool. Here's here's another taste of her grand powers. I think it was too much, and I think it was a little too soon. I think they could have built her up to be a bigger villain later on. I think they could have. T- so this movie, I think, was an attempt at telling another story about the impact of regret and pain, right? Wanda says, I, I shot a hole through the person I love's head and it didn't make a shred of difference. Strange talks about, has to go to Christine's wedding in his pimp suit with the coolest cape in the world as a, as a pocket square, right? And he's drinking, he's just crushing some, some drinks, right? Um, it, it's all about regerts for those two characters in this movie that go head to head. There's just a bunch of regerts. There's also oh. regerts for a lot of other characters as we move through, including the Illuminati. The Illuminati came together because they regerted what happened with Steven at the beginning in their Steven, their Steven, they had to cover it up. And now they're like, well, uh, we killed our strange. We should probably take you out too with our special handcuffs with Christine's special handcuffs, because in this reality, she can control strange where in the other one, she had no chance, but she still bought him the same watch in every universe, which is a nice little, nice little callback. I was actually okay with that. Cause that's the one watch that he has left. So I watched the first movie too. With um, sorry, so let's talk about the Illuminati. All right, um, let's start off with Mordo. Mordo and the Illuminati. Eh, well, really, that that's who you're gonna put in for it. I think I, I don't know. I mean, Doctor Strange was in the Illuminati, so I guess Mordo would make sense as the insert into the Illuminati. But um, was Mordo yeah. the Sorcerer Supreme then? And that. With his Pegasus universe, boots? In that universe, yeah. Wow. So. That, that's a downgrade from Wong. He would have, Mordo would have been, you know, if he wouldn't have gone ape shit, you know, if he wouldn't have been so bitter about the, the ancient one. But anyways, I don't really have anything to say about Mordo. I mean, I, I think it was, it was a cool little uh, change up in strange and mordo have like their little face off and i was just thinking myself like why does he automatically think that he's the bad guy like they were friends before they might still be friends in this universe and so yeah i want to know how he couldn't kill him with all the magic weapons in the world and dude in anti-magic handcuffs he had nothing it was a very ray moment for me he had he had very little magic ability just oh well I, i took your sword that was that was the, the Mordo to me was terrible. You know what else was terrible, and I don't mean in a bad way, but Black Bolt to me, like I hadn't watched the TV series that he was in, or was it a movie, or was it a TV it was, series? It Inhuman. was a TV series. Yeah, I didn't watch it. No, one didn't did. watch it. Yeah, nobody exactly. So I had no emotional connection to this character, which you know was supposed to of, of anybody like of any of the in uh, the, the illuminati let's get some emotional attachment and some excitement for them to be there nope tuning fork head i was just like uh, okay he's got cool power 
and he was a really cool person for them to be able to kill the way they did. Like that was baller. But in general, I was just like, eh. I mean, eh. you could look at it from face value, but so Black Bolts, um, for anyone who's not familiar with the comics, he's he is actually one of the Illuminati, he's one of the smartest uh, minds in the Marvel universe. But um, yeah, he's, I, I was surprised they got the same actor for it, uh, but it was a very cool way that they, they executed him. So that's another thing too about that, just before we get into the rest of the Illuminati is the deaths and the, the gore, not so much like, evil dead gore right but that was pretty it was pretty it was evil dead 2 gore it was for sure it was evil dead it was evil dead gore it was the new evil dead to me is not representative of the original evil dead series the new evil dead is like weird and actually scary the first evil deads are campy yeah but um yeah so i thought that was really cool about that uh going into who i thought was the least impressive character in the Illuminati. Uh, it was Captain Marvel. And so that is, is it Monica Rambo that was? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Monica yeah. Rambo, um, she's Captain Marvel now. So I, I have no problem with the actress, but I, I just felt like eh, they totally could have gotten someone else besides that. And so. Well, in the comics, she was she took a turn as Captain Marvel and the daughter took a yeah. turn as Captain Marvel. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't get the daughter because that was the next logical progression. Right. After she had been in the WandaVision situation. And I'm sorry, I, I made a mistake. It's not Monica. Monica's the daughter. Maria Rambo is there we the go. Thank mother. you. So sorry. Thank you. Too much WandaVision, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, I thought, eh, I guess, you know, she, she did a, had a pretty cool fight scene with her, which was pretty badass. But her powers weren't as, as strong as Brie Larson's. Oh, kind of the same. She, she's going up against the Scarlet Witch. So you have to look not so impressive against the Scarlet Witch to make, the, make those people believe that, oh, she is the legitimate threat. Because really before Thanos, there wasn't, really a whole lot of oh she's the badass that you should be afraid of and and now she is especially with just like decimating the illuminati which speaking uh, of decimating so the 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 loudest cheer in the movie for me was when they brought out reed richards absolutely i cheered out i was stoked too i was stoked that was that was one that you did not see coming. Like, they talked about it. it was it was out they, there. Okay, they talk about it in meaning fan castings, but no one. There was no leaks saying that. Oh, John Krasinski was on set. There's none of that. That was nowhere to be found, and so that was really surprising. That was a better kept secret than Andrew Mag- or Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire because they were there were talks about it. There were no scenes of yeah. them shooting yeah. uh john krasinski everyone Nothing. has been fan casting him for years mm-hmm. but seeing him on there and he looked fucking awesome in the suit he did he totally he did really really good and you know they gotta bring him back i hope so i hope so 
but uh, that might have been one of my favorite things of the entire movie. But man, did they kill him quick? He had a day to shoot on that movie. He's like, listen, I'll give you a day. I get a day. I'll grow a beard. Let's go. And they they wiped his ass out, man. They made him into a bunch of little strings. Rubber band man. He'll Surprised always, they didn't play the song. He'll always have that beard. I, I think like he will not shave that beard because he does not want to look like, like Jim, Jim from the office anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, no, man, he's he's jacked. He looks good in the suit. The suit was just designed very, very good. And the one thing that I kind of wished that he would have played it just a little bit differently because he was kind of like cool Reed Richards. The way that he talked, very normal, not nerdy-ish, not science-ish. But uh, I wish, and there's parts of the Marvel comics that make it seem, or they actually say that Reed Richards is autistic to a certain degree. And so I think that would have been kind of a cool element of how, if John Krasinski could have played like an awkward Reed Richards, almost like an Elon Musk type of delivery, which is very... Uh, well thought out long pauses but i guess you know yeah it's john krasinski has such a a charm about about him and um i guess i just would have liked to seen since especially if they were going to off him anyways i would have liked to see a different type of scientific approach to the character i think they'll do that if they bring him in for like a fantastic four movie but you didn't need that in this. And Sam Raimi is not the person that's going to coach him through it either. Yeah. So you knew what you were going to get. You were going to get, hey, look, I'm stretchy. And yeah. I'm in the Fantastic Four suit. You should be really happy. And everybody was. Haley Atwell, Captain Carter. I, I heard you cheer from many states away. I heard your wife be really excited. My, my wife, like, looked at me like, and I was like, yep. And I knew she was going to be in it. So if you remember yeah. from last episode where I was seeing headlines and I saw pictures uh, and articles of like, Haley Atwell is Captain Carter in Doctor Strange. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, I didn't mm. need to see that. And so I knew she was going to be there. I knew that she was going to be in it because S.H.I.E.L.D. Labs made a Captain Carter shield. Mm. And they weren't just going to do that from from what if. I mean, like you can buy the aluminum sponge shield now. And I'm like, okay. And they released it conveniently the same day that, that the the Dr. Strange movie came out. I'm like, oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. They did plug our podcast during the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. They sure see. It was awesome that she said that my wife and I turned to each other, looked at each other. It was, it was, my wife was like patting me at that point. She was really excited. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know if she should have been killed right after that. You mean cut in half with the shield right after that? Yeah. They did all of the Illuminati so dirty. So dirty. And uh, I I wish, you know, like, if that's the last time we ever see Haley Atwell suit up as Captain Carter, I would have loved, you know, a little bit more fight in her as opposed to, I can do this all day. 
half seas. Mm. Oops. <laughs> Peace <laughs> out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? That's that ain't half bad. Oh, oh. But, yeah, it's just it's all bad. But um, yeah, unfortunately, that's that was her demise. Um, I would love to see her more, and I hope you know we get to see some type of variation or before or after. I mean, and uh, you know, we get to see that character fleshed out a little bit more. And I think she just it's cool seeing her in that getup. It's just really cool. So, um, speaking of really cool, act like you were not. At the, the second largest ovation during the entire movie was for Professor X in the all yellow floating uh, uh, rascal. That was by far. So, did you get a reaction from your audience with that? Yeah, that was the that was there were there were two things that the audience reacted to: Krasinski and uh, X Men ninety seven Professor X. I was the only one that reacted to John Krasinski. And no one, and I, I was like, yes, uh, that's what I did. I was like, yes, because I knew no one else was going to cheer. I didn't want to be that one guy in the theater. Um, but I wasn't even reacting to Professor X. I was reacting to the music that they played on his intro. The, the X-Men 97 in. music? Yeah, that was pretty yeah. awesome. That was very, very cool. And uh, yeah, I mean... Patrick Stewart's like 90, right? He's, he's up there in age. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like 90 years old. And um, he looked like he was about 90. And I was hoping that there would be a little bit more of, you know, they, they really executed everyone else on the Illuminati. And I was thinking, oh, Professor X, this is where I was hoping Professor X would call on the X-Men. And some variation of the X-Men would come in. No. He gets his next next snaps. That's it. Mm-hmm. Snap. For the record, up. for the record, Sir Patrick Stewart is a, a sprightly 82. 82, really? 82. Born in 1940. Wow. Okay. He's he's up there in age. But yeah. I mean, at least we got him. You know who I would have actually preferred? McAvoy as Professor Xavier. Mm. If they can bring him back. No way. Don't. No. No, because you know what? They could have killed McAvoy. And then Patrick Stewart could be in like the main continuity some way. I would have been fine with that. But that doesn't make sense. No offense. By the time they get a movie or two in and they need to do the real continuity, Patrick Stewart may have uh, gone to a galaxy far, far away yeah. uh, or, or, you know, whatever. But um, or man- no, I, I, actually, I, I would have been I'm OK with I'm fine with him as Professor Xavier in this one. It's just that's his swan song. He just dies in all of his swan songs. You know, like gets stabbed in the chest in Logan, gets his neck snapped in Doctor Strange. And one of these days, he's just be like, I don't want to take any more movie parts because you guys just keep on killing me. Just like Uncle Ben, you know, like I'm tired of getting shot. Are you, are you trying to say he's the Sean Bean of the Marvel Universe? Uh, I mean, he's getting there. He's getting there. 
you just got to kill the old guy, right? That's just how it is. But um, yeah, so Illuminati as a whole, I was really happy that they brought in the team. Something that I was expecting was an Iron Man. I was, I was expecting, expecting a Tom Cruise Iron Man too. Yep, Tom Cruise yeah. Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I mean, everyone was saying that that was going to be the case. That's that's what was happening. And no, no, because the Ultron bots were there. So who created the Ultron bots? Reed Richards? I guess. They yeah. did say it was Baxter Co. Did they? Yeah. And so like the Baxter building and all that, it was yeah. Baxter Co., which makes sense. Um, because in the in in the comics, what was Avengers Tower would have been the Baxter building if it was the Fantastic Four universe, right? Yeah. And instead of the big A, it was supposed to be the big four, right? Like that, that, that so that makes sense to me, which is also why you expected to see Dr. Doom. I never expected to see Dr. Doom in this. Mm. Too much of a, a bad guy to be put into this. I think they, you know, unless they were doing like a Thanos type thing for Dr. Doom. But um, I know one of our listeners, uh, Jeff, if you're listening, you're, the, you're a big Dr. Doom fan. I don't care about Dr. Doom. I don't care when they bring him in. You know what? Fuck Dr. Doom. Yeah, it's fine. I'm okay without him. Bring way to way to piss off our one listener. Yeah. Dan. Good job. Uh, bring in Magneto or something. Like I would love to see Magneto. But uh, that would have loved a, it. That would have been a great addition to the Illuminati. A little uh Ian McKellen. I would have been fine with dude, Fastbender as Magneto is it's just a shame that he's been in such shitty movies with Fox. But uh I yeah. like Fast. Fastbender could do no wrong. He can be Magneto. He could be any character, in my opinion, and I would thoroughly enjoy it. So, um, all right. Um, any other Illuminati appearances that you thought were going to be the case and didn't happen? No, no. I, I, again, I was hoping that there wasn't the Illuminati in this. I hope they went. I hope that they did. I know you knew it was coming. Yeah, you knew it was coming. I, I hoped it wasn't as big of a thing in this as it was in this. So I, I I wanted to see, I guess, less of the Illuminati in general as a plot point. Um, I wanted him to like escape and just move on to another universe, as opposed to it become a destination, and then they have to kill all the Illuminati. Just let the guy go. The Illuminati don't know how to travel the multiverse. He could have just escaped. He could have opened up a portal and been out of there, man. Could have pickle Rick those fuckers, but he didn't. So I knew when the Illuminati came in and he was captured and it was like kind of looming on that for a while. I was, I knew, well, I'm not going to see any other characters throughout the rest of this movie. I, I was really almost disappointed during the movie. I was like, I'm not going to see an Iron Man. I'm not going to see a Wolverine. I'm not going to see anyone who I thought was going to be in this movie or wanted to be in this movie. So, uh, I mean, luckily, luckily you'd already seen the most important character in the entire film. Which one was that? Pizza Papa. Oh God. Because Pizza Papa always gets paid. So he got to go first. uh, Because I was never a big evil dead fan. 
I thought his cameos in the Spider-Man movies were like, oh god, why is this? Guy they weren't meant to be good. Exactly though, like I don't like that. I don't like the fact but they that were meant in... to build up to him being Mysterio, which would have been. But no, they weren't. They weren't good though, because he was the re- um the announcer, the wrestling in the first Spider-Man. Yep. And then he was the theater guy, which made sense for Mysterio. That could totally make sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, God. So when we brought in the Bruce Campbell cameo, I thought, like, oh, Mark's going to love the movie now. And I was just like, I've had enough of it. You know why I love he, the movie? And he made him punch himself. It was, like, so stupid. Wasn't it was a perfect callback to Evil Dead, which is what happened in Evil Dead. His hand got possessed and kept beating himself up, and eventually he just cut it off. Which he didn't do in this movie. Instead, he showed up as the second after credit scene and said, it's over. And it was so great. It was worth me sitting through all of the credits for that. I'm glad that you found that. Oh, like there was a little bit of happiness in me that was like, oh, at least Mark will like this. Because I, I sure did. I, I, the high point of the movie was that the second after credit scene. It's uh, finally over. If that, yeah, if then it's very apparent that you didn't like the movie that that's the highlight of the movie because that was dumb as shit i don't know man speaking of that was dumb as shit you want to talk about the highlight of the movie so the the soundtrack to this movie was done by danny elfman who i respect very much as a as a movie composer i think he does a good job talk about composer service to where the music that you write ends up as the wizard guitar hero main fight of the end of the movie. Talk about dumb as shit. We're going to have quarter notes and half notes flying across the board. What up? Look out, sink teeth note coming your way. I didn't like that. No. I was like super disappointed. It was so bad. That once again, that's a Raimi thing. That's not Sam Raimi doesn't do music battles, but he fucking directed that shit. But he didn't write it. the The off the wall third act is one hundred percent on Michael. It's the writer. The off the wall bullshit is Sam Raimi. I think he got the off the wall out of the way. He got Bruce Campbell in it. He was fine. But then the whole. Pew, look at my music. Pew, look, I got a piano. I'm going to beat I, you up. I thought visually it looked cool, um, but yeah, like, okay. What is this? Visually, it looked cool. Dude, but you are such a hater with every so single bad. thing. You're such a so hater bad. on every single thing. I wasn't a hater. I liked the 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 cool crossover characters from the Illuminati. Uh, I, I liked. No, you didn't. Wong. You said you didn't want them to be in it. I didn't want it to be this whole drawn out thing. I thought they could have jumped to another one and gotten something else going from a plot point perspective. They could have been running away from Wanda, but instead she only had to possess herself once. Yes. That's it. I mean, what can you do? It's, it's... Make her dream walk through multiple multiverses to find them. She didn't I... even have to go to the music battle. I would have preferred if they would have done that, but I wonder if it would have made the movie even worse by doing that. You know, then you see a Hugh Jackman, then you see 
a Deadpool. Oh, by the way, so one of the things that I alluded to on the last episode, um, I was watching one of those newbie previews before the preview, right? And the asshole said, and rumors have it that Deadpool is going to be in the new Doctor Strange movie. And I was like, I was pissed off that he said it. I was like, God damn it. I don't want to know that. And then I saw the movie and there was no Deadpool in it. And then I was even more pissed off. That's like, why, Nuvi, why the fuck would you say that? Because that is some bullshit right there. But do you know how many articles probably quoted Nuvi and other people went to watch Nuvi and Nuvi got more views? Not that we know how to get more views, but Nuvi did it for the views. I, I don't know. They only play it in theaters. It's not like they play it on YouTube. I don't think they have like a YouTube channel. Mm. It's only in theaters. And like that guy needs to be fired. Or whoever wrote that needs to be fucking fired because you should not spoil anything, even if it's a misleading spoiler, you know, like a fake thing that you're going to throw out there. Like, fuck you, Nuvi. You guys are, you know what? Hashtag fuck Nuvi. I'm putting that. That's going to be our screenshot for this week's episode that's what it should be i want to throw a, a gauntlet of challenge out there to newbie that i guarantee you if you gave us a dollar that dan would read all of the positive newbie copy that you sent our way oh man be our first sponsor and dan will read the copy with a smile and talk about how wonderful and insightful all of the newbie is so Maria Menounos, huge fan, love her. You know what? She's done a few WWE things. Maria Menounos, fantastic. Nuvi, great job for having her on board. The other guy who mentioned that Deadpool was going to be in this movie, fire his ass and fire the writer who gave him that script, whatever. But yeah, if you want to sponsor us, hey, cool. That's more than happy, more than happy to do that for you. Dan also would like to pledge to do multiple public appearances with said employee that Dan thinks should be terminated. That would be, I would, I totally would. He will appear at Universal City Walk upon request with said employee. Yes. And I will promise you that I will not throw any fake spoilers or hearsay. That's a, another huge word going around. Uh, no hearsay from us. And I can do this all day. Nothing but our unadulterated opinions. As, as, as much bullshit as we can fit into them. But yes. none of it's hearsay. It is 100% bullshit. Exactly. There's a difference. There's a difference. Um, all right. So I was bummed. No Wolverine. I thought for sure that was going to happen. Like, Man, why? if they wouldn't have spent so much time in the Illuminati and they'd have pickle ricked out of there, you could have got a Hugh Jackman scene in there. You could have got a Spider-Man in there. You probably could have even gotten uh, Robert Downey Jr. to jump in for five seconds. Uh, they wouldn't definitely wouldn't be able to for that because Robert Downey Jr. would have had to have been paid like five million for those five seconds. Yeah, or they could have just used old film from Iron Man. Doesn't matter. He still gets those residuals, baby. RDJ works it into his contract. Get that money. I bet you it's not in his first Iron Man contract. Not in the first one. Everything else after that, though. That's why he, he made, like, so much money. That's why they couldn't necessarily afford him after Iron mm -hmm. Man 3. After Iron Man 3, he was going to be done. But um, they worked something out. 
and he still got paid a shitload in the on the back end of all the movies. So, <sighs> Robert Downey Jr., why are you so selfish? But um, no, that's another thing that like a lot of uh, potential rumors came out is because it was a Raimi movie that Toby was going to be in this. So Toby is Spider Man. Were you bummed about that, that that didn't happen? Or were you expecting it? I mean, I didn't expect it. The only thing I expected was Bruce, and I got Bruce. I got the perfect amount of Bruce Campbell. Did you see his car? I think his car was the cart. Like, because it's not the car anymore. Like, they ripped it apart and used it, like, the chassis for things and stuff. So I could see them making the, the pizza the pizza pop a cart out of it or something like that. Like that, that would have made sense to me because it was an overly large cart. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. Wolverine was a big one for me. I thought mm-hmm. for sure that that was going to happen. I didn't think that Evans would be back for human torch or anything like that. I mean, um, but, but any, any of the additional fantastic four, any X-Men, Give me Storm. I don't care. Get Halle Berry's ass out here. I didn't even like Halle Berry's Storm. <laughs> I thought Alexandra Shipp, the one who played the younger Storm in the uh, Apocalypse mm-hmm. movie, I thought she was really good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe unpopular opinion on the Storm thing. But yeah, you know, it was not as cameo heavy as I would have liked. You know what I would have liked? I would have liked them to Scooby-Doo that shit and had them popping through different multiverses from right to left and they're chased by one and then there's a different cameo and a different they could have Scooby-Doo the shit out of it but they didn't because they needed to fight the Illuminati. Really, I think that with the Illuminati being there, they didn't flesh them out all that much, but it was a perfect understanding for why that universe is strange was dead. You know, like he mm-hmm. he got the dark hold and that was what he really, you know, he knew that he messed up by doing that and it was going to corrupt him. So done. Um, speaking of the whole third eye in his fucking forehead, uh, I don't know. So anyone who reads comics um, or maybe I'll just have to fucking do the research on it. Uh, I don't know if that's like a Doctor Strange thing. But the third eye just seems a little strange to me. Uh, I thought that was just indicative of him being evil. And so are we just going to get like an evil-ish Doctor Strange later on? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. It supposedly gives him the uh, third sight, which allows him to see the true nature of things, which is probably why that's when Doctor Strange broke the fourth wall and looked at the audience. But the fact that they didn't explain it is kind of the antithesis of the whole movie. They didn't explain much, you know, except that Wanda was the bad guy and there was a Wanda cave and Wanda was Batman. I mean, it was, it was just, I don't know. I don't know. What did you think? And that they needed to play Dr. Strange guitar hero at the end. Yeah. So they had, such a cool Doctor Strange music vibe in the movie. And they even did a little bit of an uh, No Way Home. And I don't recall hearing any of that type of music at all throughout the movie. And so Danny Elfman, 
I mean, hey man, I appreciate Oingo Boingo just like anybody else. But there are a few things where, you know, I think he, he'll go back to the greatest hits a little too often. Because he did that in Justice League too as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think he did uh, Justice League's music or they just, Retreaded he did. His he he absolutely did Justice League. Okay, that's why and this is the DC movie of the MCU. There's nothing wrong with playing your greatest hits, um, but I just he also did Age of 90s. Ultron though. Say that again. I don't even know what you said. He also did Age of Ultron. Yeah, which was the worst of all the Avengers music. <laughs> so that's why they went back. Yeah, I don't know, Danny Elfman. Besides Dead Man's Party, I don't think there's really anything else that I really want to listen to as much. I'll, I will go on record saying that I do not like the 89 Batman music um, along with the Avengers Age of Ultron music, this music. I, don't know. I mean, but he, he, he Danny Elfman has, made, has written some really great music. Beverly Hills Cop Big adventure. So Beverly Hills Cop, arguably the most annoying song no, out there. He no. didn't. He didn't do Axel F, did he? I uh, he he was he did the original music for the movie. It's on his it's on his Rotten Tomatoes page. So Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, Beetlejuice. He did the music for Ghostbusters Two, Batman, Darkman, which is why he's with Raimi. Uh, Edward Scissorhands, Army of Darkness, again, wise with Sam Raimi. Batman Returns, um, obviously Nightmare Before Christmas. Everybody knows him for that. Mars Attacks, Mission Impossible, Men in Black, Goodwill Hunting, Flubber. He followed Robin Williams around. Um, Sleepy Hollow, the Planet of the Apes movie with Mark Wahlberg. So there's like two Sam Raimi Spider-Man. There's like two movies on that list that I said like, oh, I like the music. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, maybe unpopular opinion, but I, I, lo- I prefer his Oingo Boingo music better. He did Terminator Salvation for you. Yeah, I didn't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like the music there. But now, oh, well, Danny Elfman, if you're out there, which I know you are and you're listening to this, I just wish you did better music. Go back to Oingo Boingo. Play more. Just, let's let's make a 80s Marvel movie and you get Danny Elfman to do nothing but synth and Oingo Boingo type of music. I'm in. I'm 100% in. I will totally watch that movie and enjoy it. What character? Oh my God. I think it would be a pretty good X-Men movie if it was in okay. the 80s. So you want to do X-Men 84. You want to continue on the DC theme. You do this, which is basically Justice League of, of, of Multiverse. And now you're like, oh, we should do an 80s movie. Let's do that. You're basically turning Marvel into DC. No, What's because... the next DC movie? It's going to be amazing. <sighs> is it Black Adam? No, is that the next one? Be, no, it's going to be Flash. Flash You're... isn't coming out till next year. Yeah. 
Same thing with all the other movies. Black Adam's coming out this year. Is it? I uh, think so. Fuck Black Adam. Sorry, The Rock. I uh, I really enjoy all your stuff, but I don't care about Black Adam. And yeah. Dude, I didn't care about Shazam either, but that was a good ass movie. Not really. Oh, come on. That movie not was great. Not really. I was, I don't know. I, it, it was a cute movie, but I don't think I'm ever really going to watch it again unless my, unless my son wants to watch it. That's better, pretty much it. <laughs> um, all right. So getting back to Doctor Strange. So what did you think about where we go from here for Doctor Strange? do you want a sequel i i I saw the dr strange will return thing in the the credits and i was like yeah on disney plus like talk about a a a a movie that isn't i mean it's it's making money but it's not making crazy holy shit marvel money like unless they need to do theatrical releases to keep benedict cumberbatch in it unless he goes all Qui-Gon on him. Like, uh, did you hear what Liam Neeson said about Star Wars and revisiting Qui-Gon Jinn? He's like, I'd do it if it was for a movie, but not for a TV series. I don't do TV. So if Cumberbatch (laughs) is doing that, then yeah, they'll put it, it'll be out there, but it won't, it won't be like they, they, um, I saw in the credits that they got a gigantic tax credit from the state of Hawaii for putting their visual effects team there like so they're taking advantage of every possible way to make these movies a little bit cheaper um so if they can figure out a way to make a cheaper dr strange movie then they'll put him back on the on the on the screen but i i just can't see i can't see them doing another movie with him i can't i I I mean can't i think they they're going to that's without question. I mean, Doctor Strange is one of the last big superheroes from the whole Infinity Saga. Um, so, I mean, he's going to be in it. It's just how, what type of movie is he going to be in? Because I don't think they'll do, I don't think they'll do a Doctor Strange 3 just yet. Um, I think what they'll do is, you know, almost Spider-Man, Spider-Man, No Way Home it to where it's like, okay, he's going to partner up with Thor, the Guardians, whoever. Yeah, I mean, it's been six years since the last Doctor Strange movie. And this wasn't ready to come out in 2022 or 2020. Like, I don't think this release date was as affected by the pandemic as like black widow no no it wasn't but it was delayed just i think it was pushed back like six months just like every other marvel movie yeah so So. it still would have been almost six years yeah and rightfully so though because he had multiple appearances he was in infinity war endgame uh thor so yeah i mean he didn't need to make an immediate sequel so if he goes into all those other movies that are, are going to be coming out. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, I think they are still... Doctor Strange, $450 million worldwide. I mean, it's 
pretty mm. darn good. I think the Thor movie is is going to be the one that makes more money than this, and it's just all around better. While this wasn't was, a I mean, terrible movie, this is not. Again, I think it's a bottom bottom quarter when it comes to Marvel. I think based off of just the original, not I can't say originality, but based off of how different it was, it will still outpace some of the other movies. But yeah, prop. I don't know, maybe bottom half. I don't know about necessarily bottom quarter, but yeah. Uh, the thing is about all the Marvel movies, to be quite honest, I'll watch all of them. I'll watch yeah. all of them. You know, there's there's none that I really disliked that I was like, I will never ever watch that again, with the exception of Black Widow, which I already my my stance kind of uh, switched up a little bit after I watched it a second time. It's not as bad as I thought it was, but I think the theatrical release has something to do with it. Excuse me. The theatrical release has something to do with it, but also I just don't know if Scarlett Johansson could be the one character to headline a movie. I love her as a character, but see, I like I like Black Widow. There's one Marvel movie that I'm not interested in turning on ever again, and that's Eternals. Yeah. No interest. I mean, fair. It's fair. None. It's a long movie. Yeah. It's just this really movie is going to be more of a YouTube clip as opposed to a full thing. Like you're going to want to watch the Illuminati scene and get your fan service. But in general, a lot of the movies disposable in my eyes. You know, yeah. I like because well, it the doesn't plot matter. Came back and tied back to the door that was in the background. And it was like, oh, they came the other way around the. But then where's the demon? Like, where's the, it, it just, again, and you're right. It didn't matter. Nothing the in demons, the fucking movie matter. The demon's dead. Strange killed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, once again, it, it doesn't matter. No. Um, I would have liked to see, it would, you know what the, I'm going to mark Bernard in this a little bit. And I thought I already did. Well. With the pickle Rick. Yeah, but uh, this is how you could have made it a little bit better at the very, very end. Shout out Mark Bernard. Yes, he also listens to the show. (laughs) But um, I think that it should have been something to where there's like a time jump, right? And instead of, and we didn't even talk about one of the post-credit scenes with uh, Charlize Theron. So her coming in is Clea, who in the comics she actually marries dr strange that's kind of cool she can do no wrong she can be in whatever movie that she wants i'll enjoy it i'll probably watch it but um i think it would have been really cool to see like a time jump where america is at camertage and she's rebuilding and then you know dr strange comes in after like an adventure and checks up on her and it's like hey kid how you doing and she's like you want to see something cool and then she opens up a portal and whoever's behind in the portal, whether it's a different version of the Avengers, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, whoever, it would have been so cool to be like, hey, you want to see something cool? Boom, opens up the portal and then Strange sees like this whole other universe that's just like fucking badass. And um, 
that's where I would have liked it because then once again, you could, you open up the door to the multiverse and it's not, it's not, you know, um, just out of, out of nowhere. It leaves the door open. It leaves a thread. And I don't think there is a thread now. Like, yeah, she's there. Yeah. She's going to work on her powers, but like, there's no reason to go back to that. There really isn't. Unless there's a Loki season two, but then again, how do you bring those characters into the multiverse? There's not, you're right. I mean, they, they've got, they could have used the Loki like characters in this as well to figure the multiverse happening of it, right? There's really nothing else. I mean, what's coming out? Um, Thor, not going to be a multiverse thing unless that's Jane from a different reality. Like that, that could be cool, but I don't think that's the case because it's his reforged hammer. Yeah. So that's not in the multiverse. That's in the Thorverse. And for the record, that is going to be a way better movie. And I can't wait to make you suffer through a, a, a guilty pleasure movie as I mean, as recompense for your wager. Let's let's be honest. I think we both knew that Thor, and we both wanted Thor to be the better movie. But I don't know. I think if I think if our listeners re-listen, they can see your optimism. That is now deflated. I, I'll I'll delete this from the episode, but come on. The only reason I picked that, <laughs> the only reason I picked that is because I knew you were going to pick Thor. I'm like, I have to pick Doctor Strange. It's okay. But anyways, it's okay. Um, yeah. What anyways, I, I think that I think that you're going to get Thor. That's not going to be multiverse. I don't think Black Panther is going to be multiversed. Like I, I don't think there's anything else coming out this year that is going to be Marvel that's, that's going to be uh, multiversed. Yeah. I don't know where, so where does Marvel go from here? I don't, I've seen like a few message boards and Facebook groups as to like, Oh, we kind of always knew that everything was going towards Thanos. I don't know where the fuck this is going. I don't even know how they're going to put moon Knight into the end, like how they're going to integrate that character with the rest of the characters. What they're going to do with Miss Marvel. Like, I, I love that they've got a diverse cast going into that movie and they're giving, you know, the the the, the Pakistani girl, like, the powers and, and it's going to be, you know, like, that's great. But how does it go into the bigger picture? None of the Disney Plus shows so far, other than WandaVision, have paid into the bigger picture yet. Yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, nothing. Loki. The movie that Loki should have been a part of, nothing. Like, you could have pulled Loki into this easily. He even knew Doctor Strange. She-Hulk. They're bringing, um, they're bringing uh, uh, um, the, the actual Hulk in. They're bringing Ruffalo into it, you know, this year. He's, he's smart Hulk in that. Um, I don't think the Guardians holiday specials happen in the multiverse. Maybe in Quantumania, but that's also a silly bug type movie. So I'm yeah. not I'm not super into it. I don't know. And no one really fits together. So I'm not saying I'm disappointed or I'm let down by the movie. Um, I don't think it was the best movie. Uh, I still enjoyed it. 
right? Like, I mean, it's a Marvel movie. I still enjoyed it. Um, I don't know where it ranks on all of my lists of if it's low, if it's in that bottom quarter. I think I'm kind of leaning towards that bottom half. But um, if you ever want to do a 10-hour podcast, I guess we could rank all the fucking MCU movies. But I don't think that's ever going to happen. But uh, yeah, Uh, I think when it all comes down to it, Doctor Strange do in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, If you are expecting the Multiverse of Madness, expect one other universe of madness. I think that's what you should expect. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you should. Doctor Strange in a few crazy places. Yeah. (laughs) It's like Seinfeld for Doctor Strange. You know, it happens. Something happens. But, um, but but in this case, a cell phone couldn't have solved all the problems. We're in Seinfeld. If they had a cell phone, yeah, none of this would have happened. Very true. Very true. But um, Doctor Strange, I will look forward to seeing him. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is just a, he, he plays the character well. And it makes me like Doctor Strange. Just like RDJ made me like Iron Man. He makes me like Doctor Strange. So I'll watch any movie that he's in. But I just I'm concerned about the consistent deviation from the bar set in the first movie. I don't think any Doctor Strange performance since 2016 has met that mark again, including this movie. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and the guys in the closet. I mean, I, I get where you're going with that and I, I agree to a certain extent but i'm okay with it because you know what people hardly ever change and um they always try to change and then they stay the same so i, I think that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty telling for all the people in the uh, for dr strange the only one that stays consistent is rachel mcadams because she has no other choice but to stay the same character in everything so very true very true but, sam um, raimi also consistent always bring in pizza papa yeah well because pizza papa need to get paid as much as i like the movie because of sam raimi i also dislike the movie because of sam raimi isms but hey you know what win them all i'll still i'll still watch this movie again will you oh yeah when it comes out on disney plus i was I, I honestly was going to go see it again if I had the chance because I was just confused. Like, wait, that can't be. I missed something. Did I fall asleep? What's going on here? But it was Mother's Day weekend. And I just, you know, wasn't going to abandon my wife at home with the kid to go see a movie again. Um, so, you know, priorities, adulthood. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I'll watch it when it spins up on, on Disney Plus again. Like, I always give movies a second or third watch. But yeah. It's not going to be in the heated rotation. Fair enough. And not in mine either. But uh, yeah, some definitely YouTubeable clips. But all right. There well, is I one think... positive, though. We saw a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yay. The world keeps spinning. If we keep getting Marvel movies or even comic book movies in general, I'll be okay with that. Yeah, so we'll still have a podcast at the yeah, end of the we'll day. We'll keep coming up with that content. Uh, we will deviate a little bit. Um, we are going to venture into a little bit of sci-fi 
for next week's episode. Um, I won't tell you what it is just yet, but I'll tell you, we'll be back. So until next time, I'm Dan, the part-time adventure. That's Mark, the resident Jedi. This is I Can Do This All Day, and we will see you next time. Like and follow. Watch us in multiple places. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. Good night, everyone.